This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hi, guys, Salam Nerds here, and we want to talk to you guys about the floods in Pakistan that have damaged almost a million homes and wiped out entire villages. The flooding in Pakistan is due to climate change. The melting glaciers and torrential rain have caused the death tolls to be in the thousands, with more than 33 million people displaced. One third of Pakistan is underwater. This is more than a national emergency, this is a humanitarian catastrophe. This is because the CO2 emissions produced by countries like the UK, the US, Russia, and France. Pakistan does not have the infrastructure to withstand this devastation. Even though Pakistan is one of the lowest producers of GHG at 1%, it is one of the top five worst affected by climate change. We here at Salam Nurse are sending direct links to you guys to Islamic Relief so you can donate. Please donate generously. Welcome. To Salam Nerds Podcast. Yo, 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 salam, nerds. It's your boy, Neves, a.k.a. Watch with Neves, and I'm here with my co-host, Jazz, a.k.a. Jazz, second of his name. Second of his name, because it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, I am first of my name now, okay? It is for, you are first of your name, but the episode is called Second of His Name. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. So let's uh, get into it, man. Let's get into uh, the House of the Dragon, episode three. What do you think, Jazz? How was this episode? It was probably my favorite episode so far, man. And like, honestly, honestly, I am so happy for this episode because I have said this every single episode, Matt Smith, that's my guy. That's my dude. Love him to death. I want to see him get the respect that he deserves and the love that he de- and the love that he deserves. I want people to recognize his acting. I want mm-hmm. people to be like, "Yo, this guy is a shit." That's my Doctor Who right there, yo. That guy is amazing, <laughs> and he fucking killed it. I'm so excited, man. What do you think of that episode? He is the best person for this role. He and you know Doctor Who too. Like truly, he's my favorite there. Um, but this show, um, this episode specifically. Every aspect of it about how shitty King Viserys is, I'm just like, oh, yes. Lay it all out. Let it, like, uh, I was expecting them, you know, some of the actors to be a bit older because we know, like, uh, you know, Renera and uh, Allison, right? They're all going to age and they may have different actors soon, right? I was expecting mm-hmm. that to happen this episode, but this was a good episode. Like, oh, we're just a couple of years later. And, uh, the problem still in the kingdom still exists, right? The crab eater, yeah. the crab eater, crab eater is still there. That uh, two years later, same thing, man. Right, exactly. And like 
this just goes to show you how ineffective this guy is as a king. Like he's just so bad. Yeah, and then people are suffering quite literally. And he's just a lucky son of a bitch. He's getting away yeah. with a lot of it. Yeah, man. He's the Joe Biden of Westeros. <laughs> <laughs> no, see, here's the thing about Joe Biden. Joe Biden is that kid who like showed up to class or never showed up to class. Right. But then got an A on the final. So you have to give him a B for his overall grade. King mm. Versailles is straight up like getting an F. <laughs> oh boo boo but uh i i did like the fact that like you know uh we got to see the whole fight with the crab feeder uh mm-hmm. but we didn't get to learn more about him but like there's a lot of subtle stuff that we did learn about him uh one of the things that we learned about him is the mask that he wears is the same mask that the people wore in marine in uh mm-hmm. laura uh, in game of thrones right when uh Daenerys Targaryen was over there trying to free that city. So it's the same people. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where they like, I don't know, like inherit that mask from. The other thing is we see that the reason he wears the mask is that he has the disease, the grayscale. And we can see more of that on him. So I thought that was cool. So we got to learn a little bit more about him. Uh, we also got to know his name. What was it? Like Prince something, Dara? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So it was cool. What do you think about the craft feeder? I thought they did his character really well. Um, the way they showed his manners, he didn't really talk much, right? His whole acting was just through, like, essentially his eyes. And he was very careful. He was very meticulous. He made sure, like, okay, I'm going to have my archers up here. And mm-hmm. then my army, every time we go out, the dragon comes by, we're going to run back and hide. And we're going to go so far in the cave that, you know, the dragon's flames can't reach us. Like, he's a brilliant strategist. And clearly, he's had some type of formal education. Uh, this guy's good, and I, I I wish we got to see more of him. Actually, I, I did too. I, I feel like we missed out, but you know, his character had to suffer so that we can see the badassery that is Damon. And I <laughs> I freaking love that. So, like, you talked about him not act, he acting through his eyes, right? You know, Matt Smith for the last 12 minutes of that freaking episode he did not speak a word it was all action he did not have one line he he did that whole scene running through it fighting all these bad guys coming out with the torso all of that no lines just faces and action like that's pretty dope man like people Mm -hmm. finally get to recognize him what do you think of that oh like i said like anyone who can this is just like a prey right where uh mid thunder i forget her first name and uh april april mid april mid thunder right like she didn't need to speak but you could truly see like emotions and all the acting just through facial like expressions right uh crapier did it matt smith did it here i mean like this is just great great tv if you ask me i love that matt smith i wouldn't be surprised if this um uh sequence is nominated for an emmy even like yeah yeah, it it is Emmy worthy, bro. This whole episode is. I mm-hmm. I agree with you. The other thing I really love is that, like, he was legit petty as fuck. He did the reason he did this was pure pettiness because he did not want the king to come in there with his twenty ships and then take credit. He's like, no, Leroy Jenkins, let's go. <laughs> he he literally Leroy Jenkins like, oh, here's a white flag. I surrender, right? And, and then as all gathering around and pulls out a sword, it's like, nah, I lied. Yeah. <laughs> You're all screwed. <laughs> That was that was pretty good. The other cool thing about that scene is that I totally forgot that Valerian's 
can also ride dragons because he's half Valerian, half Targaryen. His mother mm-hmm. is a Targaryen. And I was like, who is this random guy on a dragon? And who is this random dragon? And it turns out, like, Sea Smoke is his dragon. And um, it makes sense because he's technically half Targaryen. And I'm just like, whoa, way to hide that to the last ending. I love yeah. that. Like, it was, like, one of those, like, facts. Like, yes, it was obvious from the beginning. But then until you actually, like, saw it and pieced it together, you're just like, oh, what? Oh. Oh, right. He is that guy. Like, they didn't put out the forefront throughout the entire show. Like, yeah. they definitely brushed over it just for the impact of the scene. They definitely did. And I like the fact that, uh, you know, he was, like, this strategist and he was level-headed while his, like, other uncle was being, like, all crazy. And he was like, hey, this is the plan. He came up with the plan and he came in and saved the day. And he's kind of just as much of a hero as Damon. Maybe not, like, as crazy as Damon, but he's also right. the hero because he came up with the plan. And I feel like he's going to be a big character. And he is also the guy that people... Uh, I don't know who was the character, but they suggested that uh, Rhaenyra marry him. And I'm like, yo, Rhaenyra can do worse. <laughs> boy is kind of a hero, and he's kind of good looking. She, he, she can do worse. Well, you're you're going to ignore the Kingsguard guy, Chris, whatever? Kristen Cole. <laughs> yeah, Kristen Cole. Yeah, Sir Kristen Cole. That's who it was. <laughs> Kristen Cole sounds like a fashion designer, bro. What it do you does mean? sound like a fashion designer. It's Kenneth Cole, but what Kristen. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's exactly what it sounds like. <laughs> Uh, yeah, the little cute little scene in the woods, like, oh, it's adorable. No, but I, I would ship uh, this couple instead because I, I mean, Chris and Cole and you know, Renera, it's it feels like it's you know, almost overdone, almost expected. Yeah, almost a, it's like a little bit of a trope, right? She uh, doesn't go for the guy who she's betrothed to, instead, she goes with this low level knight. It's very like it's a trope, it's a trope. We've mm-hmm. seen this before, exactly. So I would like to see uh, something else, and I think that'd be very interesting. Yeah, um, speaking of homegirl and all of her suitors, like what she had like five guys propose to her in this episode. Like, <laughs> did she well she she had the lannister guy uh i oh, and I, I had no idea like i'm so confused watching this uh because the lannister guy is a twin there's two yeah there's two of them yeah they, they, they played they, the same character which is yeah, really funny they winkle was the motherfucker <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right like it was so, I, I was so confused but like it's funny how the two personalities are are very different one's like boasting and the other's like a worry wart uh, but he tried to be like, yo, listen, um, I can make a garage for your dragons if you want to come ride with me. <laughs> I got a two-dragon garage, girl. <laughs> I mean, uh, you don't got much going for you, so you got you to gotta advertise what you can do, right? I love the way she turned to him. She's like, why would you need a dragon? <laughs> and, then it, and then it hit her. Oh, I get oh, it. It's for our son, right? Yeah. You're thinking ahead. I like you. <laughs> nah, no man. Absolute destruction. <laughs> uh, I thought it was it, but I did. I did see a little bit of her character development in the two years, right? Because she is not super chill with Alicent, her best no, friend, doing not. her daddy. <laughs> Imagine your best friend just walks up to you one day, is like, "Ha, call me mommy." Like, "Oh, fuck you." Okay. <laughs> yeah, Allison came up to her and be like, "Yeah, I know he's your daddy, but he's my daddy." <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting for that. I knew we had to go there. We had to, man. Hundred <laughs> percent, right? Like it's, it's really messed up. Like I know the kid, she had no idea, and Allison's like relatively innocent and all this, 
and then you know Otto Hightower, the serpent snake that he is, you know, scheming behind the scenes like always. Um, but like, uh, it's I, I understand that she's frustrated and annoyed that it's her best friend. Like, yeah, it, it sucks. It truly does suck to be her narrator because they were more than best friends. Like even the actors have come out that they played that scene very flirty uh, mm-hmm. in the first episode, and it was meant to be that way. So there is a little bit of that in there so yeah we have to see and um she has this like new role where she's like oh like telling her what to do and she's like i'm the princess and she's telling the uh fiddler uh no keep playing and she's like no i'm the queen and they had a little bit of a tussle the girls are fighting yeah. man the girls are fighting mm-hmm. the little battle of the wills between uh the it was a bard right yeah it was a bard like, yeah uh fiddler bard yeah and I can see that just being a general problem throughout the entire thing because, again, she's the heir, which means one day she will be king, queen, right? Yeah, she's still the heir. Right, and so... For now. For now, right. And she's always been there for her dad, Renera, right? Yeah. Alicent is technically an outsider here. Yeah, yeah. Right, so this battle of wills like it's expected and i don't know if uh allison's gonna play this right like i think she may screw things up for her quite a bit actually yeah and i wouldn't be surprised because like that's probably hightower's doing it's his grandson right aegon yeah aegon (laughs) the fact that use aegon here i was actually really annoyed by that but um, whatever second second in his name man second in his name like aegon really like this is Jon snow's like uh, namesake. Oh, I hate that. It's so soon. I thought it was gonna be like an older, older guy, but like an like you know generations back. But so you know. so so does this mean that Jon Snow is third in his name, Aegon? So second in his name would be uh, second in line for the throne. Oh, so you have to be in line for the throne to be second in his name. So it's just right. not like it's not it's not the same as being a junior. Right. 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 Because there is no Aegon first of his name. First, it's just like the last names. And then, you know, if you're a guy, you're the first, second, third, yada, yada, yada. Gotcha. Gotcha. Right. So he is the first son. Therefore, he's second of his name because only men pass down their family names. Okay. That makes sense. Okay. I think that makes Even sense. Even nowadays, like women want to get married, you know, like nowadays, I mean, actually, it doesn't really matter. But, you know, in the not so distant past, women will always take their husband's name. It's just like that. So that's why mm. it's not Renera second of her name. She's going to get married off, but the son has second of his name. Gotcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. I guess that makes sense. But we did see Renera uh, reading a book, and apparently the book was Nymeria, a thousand, ten thousand uh, ships, right? And apparently that is also getting a spinoff. So it was like a little bit of a preview to the spinoff that we're going to get, which was pretty interesting. Yeah, I also love the fact that it was Nymeria, which was um, Sansa Stark's direwolf's name. Oh, yeah, that was. You're right. Right. So, like, they're just, like, referencing all these things back and forth throughout the lore. I'm just like, oh, this is artfully done. And I and I appreciate that. It's rich. The show feels very, very rich, right, mm-hmm. when they do that? They, they uh-huh. did some really good world building here. The lore, the characters, the way everything ties back. And it's like a real family, like... Um, I know people in my family are named after people who died, you know, in the past. And so, like, it's a thing. And they're truly making a family thing. I really love it. Yeah, that is really cool. I really enjoy that. 
what else? What else that happened? Uh, oh, um, they had the incident with the hunting, which was very reminiscent of uh, the Baratheon uh, when he was killed by, by a boar. And he was also hunting a white stag. And mm-hmm. I think that was pretty interesting where they like, they, they kind of show that. And the king had trouble uh, stabbing the stag. And the reason for it is that he actually lost two of his fingers. If you look, two of his fingers are gone. And like, homie keeps like, you know, losing body parts, man. <laughs> He's dying. Like, we know that. Uh, the way the, sim- the symbolism here, right? Like, the rot starts at the head of the fish right this is yeah. so empire this is him like he is losing body parts but he's also metaphorically or losing people in his court he's metaphorically losing his kingdom he's losing people around him he's losing his support um how they're portraying this is really cool actually as, as gruesome as it is it's a really cool way of showing that you know if you're a shit king you're going to rot and maybe some mystical boar will come out and kill you because it's happened twice so far. <laughs> well, the boar did not kill Renera because uh, her and Kristen Cole uh, did not have somebody capture this boar for them. They had to actually fight the boar. And that and scene was cool. That scene was really cool because she also says a little bit earlier on that she does not like to kill boar because when they scream, they sound like children. And then when mm-hmm. she killed this one, she's like, damn you, Aegon. <laughs> that, but also like it shows that, yes, she's a girl, she's a woman. But holy shit, she can defend and fight if she needs to. Like, it was a really cool way of showing that. Like, yes, I- I'm a lover, but I'm also a fighter. Yeah. Come at me, bro. <laughs> I-, I really... Hey, come at it. me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that scene was was really, really good. And uh, I I really enjoyed the whole story about, you know, Kristen going after her and her running away. And then they fall then she finds the white stag, right? Mm -hmm. Which is supposed to be like a symbol and she doesn't tell anybody. She just like keeps it. It's like her secret. Uh, Whereas like, you know, her her dad, he found a brown stag, which was like not as like fortuitous. So it's pretty interesting. It's kind of foretelling that like she is going to have some kind of, you know, really big uh, future uh, and importance. So I'm really curious about how that's going to go because Aegon, also has the name Aegon, so he's... Mm-hmm. I don't know. So, I don't know what's going to happen. This is straight-up foreshadowing. Um, the way I see this is that the white stag is the throne. Mm. Right? And she has the opportunity to go and take that throne. She could have killed that stag with uh, Sir Kristen Cole, and uh, they could have brought it back, and we're like, oh my god, this is our queen, our our you know, our future queen, the heir, right, the is heir. amazing, right? She chose to let it go. Mm. She chose to let the stag go. And I think this is foreshadowing Aegon taking the throne in the future. Mm. Wow, fair. Mm-hmm. I I see that. I could see that happening. I could see her just not wanting to take this from her brother, right? It's just like, whatever. Uh, but it's hers at the moment. Uh, and it doesn't seem like the king wants to change that. You know, people are assuming he's going to change it. And he's like, what makes you think I want to do that? He's kind of sticking with his guns at the moment. But for how long is the question? I thought that was fascinating. Like, the whole episode, he's like, nope. Renero's the heir. I may have a son. Renero's still the heir. 
And like everyone assumed that he would change, but no, even till the very end, at least of this episode, he didn't change yeah. at all. Like, good on him, man. Like, to do that when he's speaking about duty, like, oh, I had to marry, I had to have another kid, I have to do blah, 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 right? Yeah. Even through all of that, when he's talking about duty, he still sticks by his daughter for whichever reason, but he still does it. Uh, yeah, well, this, you know, because he is a good king, right? He is somebody who is good because even now when he talks to his daughter and he's like, listen, you're of age, you need to get married, but go find your, go find it yourself. I'm not going to force anybody on you. Go find right. it yourself, which I, you could see her smirking a little bit and like, okay, all right. Wow. Interesting. You're not wrong. Like, I mean, like she accepts it. Like, oh yeah, you're not wrong. Um He's a good father. I don't know if he's a good king. Yeah. Like clearly his realm's in trouble, but he he he's a good father here. Yeah. And a good husband. Like he, he loved his first wife. He made that very clear. He he's gonna have to love Allison. He loves his newborn, but him, his first wife, and Renera always come first. Yeah. So he's a good father, he's a good family man. I don't know about it if he's a good king or not. Yeah, because you know. The kingdom should come first. I mean, that's that's why people have you as a king, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and it feels like Damon, Damon's a little bit like, listen, I have the balls to do what you can't, right? right? And we've seen that in this episode because clearly he has some cojones. My yeah, God, man, I <laughs> dude, Damon's also, oh, also we got to see his sword a little bit more too. Dark sister and mm-hmm. like the crosses are actually um, dragon wings, which I thought was really cool. Like the attention to detail is pretty awesome uh i am so excited man every time i see damon on screen i get so excited love that guy love that guy yeah i uh when he drew them out like i truly thought he would get hit by more arrows yeah like so that's a straight up plot armor there and oh so yeah he got hit by one or two it's like fine whatever and then when he goes in slices him in half and brings him out i'm like all right fine that's yo cool. yo that really he, he came out with half his torso like yeah. that is badass that is badass yeah. uh the only issue i have with that scene and you know no one will ever say this but we have to say it especially because given our podcast what we are um the craft feeder and his army were very reminiscent of like mongolian soldiers really how so yeah their armor the designs all of it mm, i did not yeah. notice Right, and it's of yeah. a very specific but time they, period too. But they didn't have horses. weren't Mongolian known to I be? I know they didn't have horses, but it, it, they were distinctly Mongolian. And like always, I always hate it when like white people, you know, shit on Asians like that. And the show, the second time it's happened. So yeah, the, the first time was with uh, Damon's uh, wife thing. <laughs> Yeah, like I think they called her a whore wife. Is that what they called her? Yeah, I'm not gonna say that word, but yeah, wife. Yeah, that's, so, that's pretty messed up. Yeah, like this the sec the second time, like I, I'm sure the writers aren't like intentionally doing it. Mm. They're just like, oh, we'll just make them look evil, right? They probably Google what evil armor looks like, and they saw that without realizing that somebody racist probably made that. And so, you know, just another another point in the show where you know, a white guy kills Asians, and here we are. I gotta, I gotta watch that scene again because I did not notice that. That's a good. The catch. only reason I noticed it is to actually watch like Earth Rule all the way through, and yeah. like you know, they also made Mongolians and that show the bad, bad guys like for a couple seasons, and so, um, 
Yeah, and that you know, obviously that show is very political, and they intentionally did that. And this show, I don't think it was intentional, but again, it was still there. Got to bring it up. Got to talk about it. And so, yeah, feel free to like look that up. Look at the armor and how it's designed. And oh yeah, yeah. they're they're saying they were Mongolian coded armies. Um... Hmm. I guess I don't know much. I guess like the stuff I know about Mongolia is very different because this is they keep going into caves, and that's not really what I know Mongolian stuff. I I, I know them as being like fighting on horses and in open plains. Uh, mm-hmm. But I guess I I don't know anything about them going into caves. But I guess I might be missing something. Yeah, and I know most people will not even think about that. But you know we're Salam nerds and. We gotta we gotta talk about this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. If anybody knows anything about that a little bit more, feel free to drop it in the comments because Yeah, please drop it in the comments. I would love to continue the discussion on because I don't think we're done with this. I think at the beginning of the next episode, we're gonna see the crab feeder still, we're gonna see the armies, we're gonna talk about it a bit more. So even if we don't talk about it on this episode, if you wanna drop a comment or come on and you know let us know what you think, please do that on our YouTube yeah. channel or uh you know, Facebook, Twitter, everywhere we're on, Spotify. Just let us know, and uh, we'll definitely bring that up in discussion. Yeah, that is really weird, man. I don't know uh, why. It's the second time to do You know what? First time, okay. Second you know, once, shame on me. Fool me twice, shame on you. Like, yeah, right? Uh, if, if it's three times, that's a pattern, and that's going to be problematic. Sorry, I said that backwards. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Yes, yes. Right, so uh, they're not going to fool me twice here. All right, I'm calling you out. <laughs> that's right, that's right. All right, yeah. uh, well, something something to keep an eye on. Let's let's keep an eye on that. And uh, you know, maybe let's uh let's have a guest on our show who's Asian. Maybe we'll bring back uh, uh May who was Ooh, on our show. Good. Bring her yeah. Back. Yeah, we could bring her back. Maybe we'll bring her back and have her talk about it because you know we want to give everybody some voices, and this is the good she thing. Is she Mongolian or is she just like a, a no, different she, Asian? She is Hawaiian and uh, Chinese. I want to say. I think. Okay, let's try to find a Mongolian. That'd be really cool. Like someone who knows that history. Yeah, that's a good idea. I don't know anybody, but we'll 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 put out some feelers. Let's see. Yeah, we'll put the call out. If not, yeah, May for sure. Then she would be great cool. here. Yeah. yeah, yeah, very cool. Um, I don't have anything else about this episode, man. What else? What else do we got? Anything else? I talk all about- I want to say is uh, this episode was boring. What? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, could not resist. In opposite land, where hot snow falls up. <laughs> no, <meant> the <laughs> oh, the boar! Oh, jazz. <laughs> yeah, womp, I'm not good at womp. this. Womp womp. <laughs> <laughs> whatever i'm standing by it it's a good joke i think the timing was off you should have said it while we were off. while we were talking about the boar yeah we should have done there I- i'm learning i'll get better <laughs> yeah you'll get there you'll get there <laughs> all wait, right wait. what wait, i got my gun it was a crab boil <laughs> with some seasoning <laughs> oh jack <laughs> <laughs> mine are bad but yours are even are way worse <laughs> one uh, day i'll get it right okay let's let's end this on a low note <laughs> yeah. 
Well, thank you everybody for joining this episode. We really appreciate you guys joining us. Don't forget to share, comment, subscribe. If you ever want to be on our podcast, let us know on Twitter. Uh, I am on Twitter at Watch With Neebs. Uh, we're also on Twitter at Salam Nerds. You can also find me on Instagram and TikTok. Uh, let us know if you want to be on the show, or if there's something you want to talk about, if there's something that we said that you don't jive with, let's have a discussion. Let's figure it out. Uh, well, heck yeah. We will always welcome talk, whether we agree with it or not. Like, come through. Right. I, I want to hear things that we may not, like, if we're not saying something correct, please let us know. Like, we want to fix that. I think the goal for us is definitely to be able to listen to people and give them a voice. And even if we don't agree with it, I think their voice is valued. And, you know, that's what it is. And if uh, this show uh, does something that is not cool, um, we'll be happy to say why we think that's not the case or is the case. But we will never, like, silence your voice in, right. in situations like that. Um but, you know, let us know. Come on the show. Uh, and don't forget to donate to the relief fund for Pakistan. Uh, people in Pakistan still need your help. Uh, lots of people have died and almost 33 million people have been uh, affected by the flood. And one third of Pakistan is underwater. So the links are in my bio. You can find them on Twitter. You can find them on Instagram. You can find them on TikTok. You can find them on this Salam Nerds info uh, description. Uh, and you can even go to Jazz's uh, profile and find out other charities uh, that you can donate that he has done some research on. Jazz, do you want to talk about that a little bit? So I actually didn't make this list, but somebody else made it. I expanded upon it. Um, I cannot remember who the original creator was, but shout out to them. Um, the list I have is uh, what I also like to do is like I'm an accountant, right? So I will go in into their uh, tax forms they file at the end of the year and actually look at where the money's going, and then I can actually tell you like, okay, you know, eighty percent of it actually went to people, and twenty percent was for ad fees. Um, not every charity does that. I know one charity, like Red Cross, like 30% actually goes to like people, 70% used for admin fees. Um, Helping Hand uh, and Sonic Relief, theirs are like 5% for admin fees. So these are sustainable charities that are doing the most good. And those are the two I actually recommend the most. Uh, but please feel free to reach out if you want. If you have your own charity or if you're doing something independent, um, we do like to elevate those. But I also want to make sure that it's sustainable just so that you know, you're not recreating the whole infrastructure every time a disaster happens. Rather, we can just always go in and we're ready for it. But yeah. uh, anyways, yeah, please let me know. Come by, talk. I'm more than willing to, you know, work with people on that. Awesome. And the charity that is in my profile is Islamic Relief and your uh, donations show up on my uh, account. So feel free to do that. Uh, but thank you so much to the people who have already donated. And until next time, guys, Salam, nerds. Peace.